It's a new year in college football. Sure. Well, next year is a new year. It's a 12-team playoff, um, which means we will have our first two-loss team in the playoff. And Georgia fans, <clears throat> that's really good news for you. Great. And we're going to talk about why today on the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back, everybody. This is Locked On Bulldogs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Prize Picks is today's sponsor, prizepicks.com slash locked on college. More on them in a moment. If you're listening on audio, thank you. Get over to the YouTube side, subscribe. If you're on YouTube, get over to the audio, subscribe, download, listen. Really, really appreciate you all. The 199, the loyal third segment listeners who stay all the way to the end. You're the reason why we do this pod. Become part of the 199. Just listen all the way through. Daniel hinted at it. And and let me let me cut to the chase and let me just oh. absolutely hit you with the hard truth that is going to suck. You say, me. listen all the way to the end. Now I'm gonna make you turn off this podcast one minute and thirty seconds in. That's what he says. <laughs> just a real weird way to bring it down, Georgia fans. I, listen to the end because we're gonna give you all the reasons. We're gonna walk through the schedule mm-hmm. this year. Okay. This coming up here because I, yep. I understand the year's not over a bowl game against Florida State. Yada 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 yada. yada. Like, woo, cool. Great. Stay okay, I know. I understand. Georgia may not make it out of SEC play with a chance to win a championship to get into the playoff. We might have to have impressive wins on the field and start really high in the polls to make a twelve-team playoff. Because, said another way, with this schedule that I'm looking at right now. 10 and 2 would be awesome. 10 like and 2 is a successful year. Would be a monster year. Would be a great year. Now, I don't know if that's what George is going to do next year, but just for the crowd out there that believes fundamentally that Daniel and Clint predict that Georgia will win every game that they play, that's not true. It's just that it's been a long time since Georgia's lost a game. We've just and been so right a lot. We, we don't. We don't like being right. But no, we are, as a matter of fact, right I a lot. Hate it. A lot more than some people, but well, that's a, for another time. It's a different time. You know who you are. You. Um, I'm, listening, I'm looking at this schedule, Clint. I'm going to read it off, and then we're going to kind of we're going to kind of hit the highlights. We're going to. Okay. Gonna, okay. Great. We open the season in Atlanta uh, at the Benz against Clemson. Another renewed rivalry against Clemson. Sure. Okay. Um, great. Maybe we'll Chick-fil-A kickoff game. Maybe we'll head down. What could go wrong? Daniel and Clint at a Clemson, Georgia game. Well, we've <laughs> I'm gonna tell you this right now, Daniel. Just let me be clear with you. I am not your personal valet who has to carry you places. Aren't you? Well, Aren't I was. You? Aren't you? Tennessee Tech the second week at Kentucky, week three, a bye week, week four. By the way, people talking about the double buys. It's just a factor of how many weeks there are between Labor Day and Thanksgiving. That's it, y'all. 
Like that's it. It happens every once in a while. It's a very early Labor Day this year. Labor Day is on what the second or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so that first Saturday of the season is August 31st. It's about as early of a start to the season as you're ever going to get week one. It's just a factor of how many weeks there are in between. And so, uh, and so everybody, everybody's going to is looking at two buys in this schedule. You don't have to play in week zero this year to get two buys. So by week before Alabama in week on the road, Tuscaloosa, week five. Follow that up with a game against Auburn at home, Mississippi State at home, at Texas, another bye, Florida, at Ole Miss, okay. Tennessee, and then UMass and Georgia Tech to end the season. Just digest for a second. Okay, let me, let, I'm going to take – if. If I were to take away, let's, let's play a fun game before we dive really, really start dissecting sure. this in entirety. If I were to say to you, I'm going to take away one of these teams, okay? Clemson, Alabama, Texas, Ole Miss, Florida. And I'll put Florida in there because it's rivalry again. Cocktail party gets a little weird, gets a little. If I was to say, I'm going to take away one of those opponents, Daniel. Yeah. You still look at the schedule and you go, Wow. Like gauntlet. Okay, fine. We don't start against Clemson. Okay. Week two, Kentucky on the road, Alabama, Auburn, Mississippi State, Texas on the road, Florida at Old Miss. Like, like if I were to say to you, where's the where's the hardest stretch? What's the what's the biggest three game, four game stretch? We have three contenders for that. Georgia plays four consecutive games at Texas. Florida in Jacksonville, at Ole Miss, Tennessee. That's four consecutive games on this schedule. And that does not include games at Alabama and against Clemson on a neutral site. Like, this schedule is a bear. It is top to bottom, absolutely loaded. It is full of landmines. We're going to talk about... The games that we are most scared of, the games that Georgia might lose, um, are, are kind of early thoughts, predictions on what's going to happen on this schedule. All of that and more coming up right after these. But first, prize picks. Prize picks, Daniel, is fantastic. We love them. You should love them. Everybody should love them. Prize picks is largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America. Easiest, most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. You against the numbers. Instead of battling thousands of players, including pros and sharks, you pick more or less than two to six player stat projections and watch the winnings roll in. This week, prize picks, we're going to select Stephen Curry. I'm sorry. Who's Stephen that? Stephen. Who's Curry. that? Is there's there was there was another name right you next to it. Remember Family Matters? I do remember Family Matters. That was like a Stephen S- Curry is Steph Curry's like suave. Steph brother. Curry yeah. for more than 29 points. And Jokic for more than 10 rebounds. Christian McCaffrey, more than 75 rushing yards. And Mahomes, more than two touchdowns. Even offers reboot policy so that if your injuries stay in play, even if one of your players gets injured, football, basketball games, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return in the second half, that player is rebooted. Prize Picks is the only daily fantasy sports platform with injury insurance policy. 
Right now, head over to prizepicks.com slash locked on college. Use promo code locked on college. First deposit match up to 100 bucks. Prizepicks.com slash locked on college. Use promo code locked on college for first deposit match up to 100 bucks. Prize picks, daily fantasy made easy. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, Clint. Looking at this schedule, where do you want to start? What stands out to you? Where do you want to? What do you want to talk about first? I, I want to talk about. There's, there's clearly uh, the 199 is going to hear a, a little bit about what we anticipate the losses being in this schedule. Okay. Hint: It's very easy to see where the potential losses are. Well, but I want to start with a couple of games. Playoff teams, and we play two. them on the road. <laughs> So. Well, that sounds less than advantageous. Yeah. Um, I'm going to talk. I'm going to start with games that seem to be potential hardships, but I'm going to suggest why they shouldn't be. Mm. Okay, let's start beginning the season against Clemson. Okay, they're not the team you think they are. Dabo is not the coach you thought he is. Mm-hmm. Quick question. One of the top three quarterbacks in the NFL going to suit up and come play down in that horrid orange for them Tigers? No, he's not. They're, they're not. Dabo doesn't have a defense, doesn't have an offense, has players hitting the portal, doesn't have an a, a all-generational quarterback. That's not the same team. I'm not saying it's not going to be an easy game. Don't hear me say that. All I'm saying, I'm suggesting that's not the team you think Clemson is. They're not going to have a huge rebound, a huge rebuild in one year after everything. They're firing coaches. Transfer portal might be kind to them, but it's not the same team as it was a couple of years ago when we began the season, Daniel. It's just not not even on the same level. So do you agree or disagree that Clemson is not who we think they are or, or, or maybe memory serves from a couple of years ago? Yeah, I think it's interesting because Clemson was not a good football team this year and yet ended the year really hot like kind of found themselves late in the year. They do have a lot of guys, you know, leaving that team. They, they, they got a lot of guys, but you know, I mean, Dabo always recruits well. They've got plenty of talent on that team. There's plenty of talent on the roster. If they could figure out their coaching, I honestly think that's a, you know, that's a scary team. Yeah. That, that could potentially be something. I hate the fact that it's week one. I'll say that about that game. I do not like the fact that we're playing them week one. No, not at all. Okay. It Uh, is a losable game in my mind right now. No, that's, and you don't disagree. I don't disagree with that, but it's not the juggernauts. I think Clemson has more scary, scary upside, but also their floor is ridiculously low next year. Yep. They could finish second, third, fourth. In the ACs, like there's a couple of other good teams that are there. Okay. At Kentucky, let me, I'll just state this. Kirby Smart will not lose to Kentucky ever. Okay. Yeah. We're not losing to Kentucky. Like, I know we're going to say it's at Kentucky. It's a hard nosed football team. They were top 50. We're not losing to Kentucky. Okay. So 
I, I, I'm speaking to myself more than anybody else on this. Yeah, podcast. because you're the one that halfway through this offseason, you're going to be like, I'll tell you that the game I'm worried about, Daniel. I'm worried about this Kentucky game. When that happens, <laughs> I will just, just cue it up. I'll yes, just have just this cue clip. This, just yeah. cue it up. The other game that I don't think is going to be that hard. And and this this pains me to say. But I don't think Ole Miss next year, Daniel, is going to be the same team as this year. Well, they won't be the same team. I okay. I don't think they're going to be nearly as good as they are this year. I think they're I think this may have been. I know they're they got back-to-back seasons where they're doing pretty good. Lane's getting that that system going. I, they're missing some dudes next year, Daniel. It took them a couple of years to get the right dudes in place, and they're missing a couple of dudes next year. I don't think they're going to be as good as this year. So I know You're it's that old. More worried. Mm-hmm. Let's just play a hypothetical. Not it's not a hypothetical. Let's just play. Let's just play a game with a schedule. Right here. Yeah. We're- Is it fair to say then that you are more worried about Tennessee at home in Week Ten than you are Ole Miss on the road in Week Nine? No. That's not. Oh, true. okay. That's not true. Tennessee with the they're going to have the kid at quarterback. I can't remember his name. Whatever his name is, by week ten, sure. You know what? What will that offense look like? Blah blah blah. But you're so you're not concerned about Ole Miss, but you're not. You're also not concerned about Tennessee. I'm not. I know who Tennessee is, Daniel. Like, Hupel has shown himself who he is. Yeah, not a good coach. That I'm not concerned about Tennessee. I think I think that there is a at least a 50-50 shot that Georgia loses one of the games that we have mentioned so far. Yeah. Like okay. one of the three games that we have talked about so far. Clemson to start the year at Ole Miss at home against Tennessee. I think there's a better chance that Georgia loses one of those games than there is a chance that Georgia loses both at Alabama and at Texas. Wow. So what you're saying, okay, we're going to get into this third segment because we're going to talk about the, the, the big ones. But but if I'm hearing you correctly, so if I were to give you odds, hey, Daniel, you, you take Texas, Alabama game, or you could take Clemson, Tennessee, Old Miss, and Kentucky. Yep. And you're saying it's equal odds that w- that one of those groups, the group of four team or the group of two two opponents, we come out with one loss. No, that's I okay. s- no, no, no. I said there's the same chance that we lose one game to the Clemson, Old Miss, Tennessee, as there is that we lose both games. I understand. To Alabama and Texas. So when I'm saying when people look at the schedule, they say, I think Georgia's going to go 10 and two. What two games do you think they're going to lose? Random guy. It's obvious, right? Everyone has the same two games that they think. Yes, Texas. I'm here to tell you, I don't think Georgia's going to lose both those games. I think Georgia's going to go one and one at worst. Okay. In those two games. Okay. I'm also here to tell you, I think there's another loss on this schedule for Georgia. Okay. And so there's still a chance of 10 and two. And that other loss, I think, comes, I mean, Clemson, Tennessee, Ole Miss, 
throw Auburn in there as a possible loss. But I, I think there's I think there's upset possibility for Georgia all over the schedule. And a lot of it's gonna have to do with what Georgia's team looks like. Um, but but yeah, I think this is a dangerous schedule outside of those big two games. I think it's nuanced. Typically, we look at it like if you look at Ole Miss, I'm just going to keep banging on that drum. Reports are number one wide receiver for Ole Miss is gone. He's out. Okay. He's, he's not coming back. Offensive line is in shambles. Jackson Dart, Judson coming back. Maybe it's not official yet. It's kind of the same thing with Beck. We have a Georgia, so potentially. But if you're looking at their defense, that's where it gets really, really interesting to me for Ole Miss. Ole Miss was pretty good defensively this year, Daniel. They were. Okay. Those are the dudes that I think suffers more. And Lane, it, things change. If you have a competent, I'm just talking about fielding a competent defense. And the offense that Lane has, you can do a lot with that. I still don't think they have the same mojo. I think it was a, it, this was their best chance at it, is what I'm saying. If I know anything about Lane, I know how it builds programs. It's going to come back down to earth on defense, which is going to make his offense have to come down to earth, and they're not going to be able to protect Jackson Dart next year. So what I'm saying is, could they lose the game? Absolutely. Like, like that's a big game. I'm suggesting it's not the same opponent that we typically think. Think last year, this year, I suppose, when we all said, no, 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 this is or not us. Other people said, this is a cupcake schedule for Georgia. No, it wasn't. Yeah. No, it wasn't. I'm saying the inverse can be the same thing, right? We look at this schedule up and down. Mm. We see the names of at Old Miss, Clemson, at Kentucky, Tennessee, yeah. and we're like, oh, geez. I'm just suggesting maybe, maybe just let the thing play out. As crazy as that sounds. No, nah, I know. We wouldn't do it. We're going to come back after this, talk about the potential losses that we see on this schedule for Georgia and how we hope, we hope we can make a 12-team playoff, even with those losses. But first this. And this, Daniel, is in fact eBay Motors. For those of you who don't know, Daniel and I, we love working on cars, especially Daniel. Like we have this, we have this thing, him and I, he lets me use his driveway to work on cars. Yep. It's a great system. It's kind of a makeshift we... garage. It's just, <laughs> you know, fashion driving, yeah. patience. Yeah. What brings home the winning trophy is also what happens to keep your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. Over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die. You always find exactly what you're looking for. eBay has a guaranteed fit. Your part is guaranteed fit every time for your money back because eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. Ooh, I like that. Mm. With all the parts you, you need. Nah, nope, can't take okay. that credit for that one either. Uh, keep your ride or die light, ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusion of the fly. eBay guarantee fit only available for U.S. customers. Any copy we know comes from Tiffany. <laughs> only the good stuff. By the way, I'm, I haven't I haven't put it up on Twitter yet, the picture I need, because I don't know how people are going to respond to it, because there's no way that I can come across without being weird on it. So I'm, I'm, still, I'm still working out the, the wording. Yep. Just let the record show. Sometimes, Chris, it is me on Twitter. You're right. Okay? Sometimes it is me. Let the record show. When this happens on Twitter, it won't be me. Do not associate me with any of it. 
It will be all Clint. That's true. Yeah. Uh, Daniel, we look up and down this schedule and we see potential landmines. We've already talked about them, but let's talk about them some more. Holy geez, Daniel. Yeah. We are in for it. Um, gosh, we, we go to, we go to Kentucky. We go to Texas. We go to Alabama. And I know there's a couple of saving graces that we're going to look at because thank goodness for that two bye weeks. You were talking about it before. Yeah. But my goodness, that is maybe just maybe our saving grace in this schedule. Um, well, and the week, you know, the week before we go to Texas, we don't have a bye week. We do play our easiest conference game at home. That's what I mean. Which I just had to. This is the first time I've done this. It'll happen to you at some point, listener. I just had to. I said our easiest conference game. And then immediately my eyes darted to the schedule because I was like, wait a minute. When do we play Vandy? When's Vanderbilt? Oh, we don't nope. play Vandy. No, that's not happening this year. So because Daniel, really quick, just a reminder for everybody, East and West, no longer a thing. No longer exist. So we don't play Vandy this year. Our easiest conference game is at home against Mississippi State. It is not particularly close. That is by far the easiest game we will play other than UMass and Tennessee Tech um, this season. Um, and so we do have the advantage of having a bye week before Alabama. And before we go to Texas, we have that Mississippi State game. Hopefully, starters will get to come out in the second half in that game, rest a little bit. Um, but let, let me just ask about those two games, Clint. What, at this point, knowing very little about any of these three teams, Georgia, Alabama, or Texas next year, we know very little about the teams. Which one's the most likely, the more likely loss for you? Which one makes you the most nervous in terms of Georgia taking an L next year? I I would love if this question was posed to me after I saw Texas in the playoff. That would be, it would give me a lot of, because my inclination is Texas could be that. Here's why. Alabama, I, it's not like Alabama is going to be better next year okay they're not going to be better next year they're losing weapons yeah they lose weapons every year i, I, I think understand they're going to be pretty they've good taken a, they've taken a step back this year as to other years if you look at the trajectory of alabama it has been step back not step forward for some time They've, I mean, they've been neutral. I don't disagree with you. Okay. That, this, okay. So if next year is the continuation of that, I know we could talk about recruits. They, they got a true freshman playing safety. They got some dudes they're losing on the secondary as well as edge rushers, as well as offensive linemen. That's a leaky offensive line. Did very well uh, running the ball against Georgia. Hear me? I'm like very, very well. But for the rest of the season, running back wide receiver losses, uh, Alabama is Alabama. Like that, that is, that's an enigma, Daniel. So, Texas is interesting to me. Depending on what yours does, that's going to yep. be the key upon all keys. If yours decides he's like, screw it, I'm throwing my name. If he just balls out in the playoff, Daniel, and he is that third quarterback, right? All of a sudden, yeah. things change. Um, but I, I'm going to right now reserve with an asterisk Texas. As the team most likely to beat Georgia. Correct. Next year. Um, uh, I I don't disagree with you. I do think 
needing to know more about either of these teams is 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 critical. Um, ultimately, I look at the schedule, and I already said it. I think, I think most likely outcome for me is ten and two. Do you disagree? Uh, not whatsoever, because like you said, if we get Alabama, Texas, if we do coin we toss split. on that, we split it. Great, fantastic. Florida, Ole Miss, Tennessee. We taking an L one of those games. I think there's another loss on the schedule. I just think there's another loss on the schedule. So to if me, it's if, a ten and two. If schedule. Vegas I'm not opens, saying Georgia can't go eleven and one. If Vegas opens at ten games, which I I, I think they will. I think that's going to be over under season. 10, not ten and a half. You no, don't think 10. they'll give us ten and a half? I don't think they'll give us ten and a half. No, because I think they're doing the they same open thing. At ten games. It's a stay away for me. But yeah, that's one of those like where you're you almost want to bet it based on like which one you feel like is safer. Yeah. So let's because, just say uh-huh. Vegas opens at ten games, and I give you a hundred dollars, and you have to bet. Are you going to push to over, or are you going to push to under? I would push to over, and I would bank on just breaking breaking a tie with Vegas. But I would push the over because it's Kirby Smart. It's a talented UGA team. We have the same coaches as Bobo. It's back. All of that comes back. Yeah. And if we do, if if you're telling me September 28th rolls around, we take a we go into Tuscaloosa, we come out with a win, right? If that happens, now the narrative of this entire season flips. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like as long the, as we haven't lost to Clemson week one. That's right. But like there's a world in which Georgia beat, loses to Clemson week one and then goes and beats Alabama okay. as a nine-point underdog. And Georgia fan, loyal one ninety-nine. Like, you might be thinking to – I'm going to give you the schedule played out, and you're going to say that will never happen. And I'm here to tell you, this is a percentage that I am uncomfortable suggesting is real. Okay? We start the season with a loss to Clemson. Mm-hmm. Win against Tennessee Tech, win against Kentucky, take a bye, lose to Alabama. We are 500. Yeah. Week five. Yep. Win against Auburn. Win against Mississippi. Lost to Texas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're now one game. Now, now we're two games above 500. But mm-hmm. we have three losses. Mm-hmm. By Florida, Old Miss, Tennessee, we could lose one of those games. All of a sudden, we have four. Daniel, four. And if you don't think... Four. You're thinking to yourself, eight and four is nowhere on the table. You're ludicrous. I encourage you, please, please prepare yourselves because just prepare. I, I don't like saying it. I'm not I saying don't it's think the Georgia is going to go eight and four. No, you don't think Georgia is going to go eight and four. No, but Georgia could this year. Thank you. There's no way Georgia could have gone eight and four. No, not no feasible. chance. Next year. Feasible. It's possible. If Georgia goes 10 and 2 with this schedule, listen, they might not make the SEC championship game, but they will make the 12 team playoff. And again, it won't be because a committee thought that some random play of some random team and skill at certain positions and marketability got them in, which, as long as Carson Beck doesn't get injured week 10. They will make the twelve-team playoff. I'm excited for a, a, a <laughs> Tulane or an SMU or some team to have a perfect season and be put at thirteen. I'm excited for that. Can't wait. 
Can't wait. He is Daniel. I am Clint. This is Locked On Bulldogs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We'll see you all next time. See you.